You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. This is The Comedy Cellar Show on Sirius XM 99. Raw Dog, this is the voice of Dan Natterman, and the reason for that is because Noam Dorman is in Vegas. Not sure what he's doing there, but he is in Las Vegas. So I am running this show, and I'm going to run it my way which means less on the deep philosophical shit and more on <laughs> just keeping it light and breezy like I like to light do. Light and breezy. And I have my dear friend with me, uh, Dove Davidoff. Yes, yes, yes. Who hasn't been on the show in a while. I guess it's he's been, been some on, time. He's some been time. on the road. and Been dogging it. He's been road dogging. Um, by the way, uh, I, I, was, I was all nervous, Dove, because I had a gig tomorrow in Florida. I thought you'd felt some relief. No, I said I I was very anxious. I had a gig performing for an older crowd, like a fifty or a sixty-five and older community down in Florida, but the gig was canceled because of the snow. I can't get the hell out of here. (laughs) I tried everything. Well, now, so so that's that's not good. Not because you didn't get to do the gig for uh, for a sixty-five and over set, but because it's a money thing, right? Yeah, right. I lost money. I mean, maybe they'll reschedule it, but maybe. Okay. So I can't because tomorrow there's snow, and right now this is the eighth because this is going to air. So I was talking with Liz about this. So they preempted the 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 snow. I I was I had always thought I had associated airlines with stopping flights when it snowed. Yeah, but sometimes like sometimes they know in advance they're going to cancel the flight. It's like remember in school. Usually you had to wait till the next morning to find out there was no yes. school. But every now yes. and again, uh, they, would, a they would tell you the, the night before. It's going to be bad. And then, therefore, you could stay up late, hang out with your friends. I got you. Or if you, if you were Dove Davidoff, get laid. <laughs> but I, I didn't do that in those I days. I understand. I understand. But um, sometimes they would tell you the night before. And the airlines are no different than your local uh, board of education. Right. Every now and again, they right. go ahead of right. time. They, Every they, now and then, they, they go ahead. You, yep. They tell you ahead of time. So we have uh, tonight on the show. By the way, Chris Montella quit. Do you want uh, me to get Steve and James? You may as well bring them over for this. No? We, we can bring them over. Yeah, Liz, would you mind? Liz Farace? Montella quit. Mon- yeah, Chris Montella quit the show. You didn't uh, know that? the married uh, life. Why, uh, is there a reason for that, or she just was inconvenient for her life at this point? Well, you'd have to ask her. The stated reason was is that... Uh, I guess it wasn't working for her anymore. I, I, I'm not exactly sure. You, you know, you'd have to talk to Montella. But w- w- was it I ever think she working had just in the sense well, that I this think... was instrumental in something that she was doing? I mean, you're a comedian here. I mean, I thought... Well, it know, wasn't working for her in she... terms of, I guess she wasn't having fun. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I understand. Um, not I understand. that it wasn't okay. working in any more... Um... Well, that surprises me because Kristen always She's everybody an, has know... a, good, a good vibe with, with Kristen, especially. She's a sweetheart. Well, we'll certainly miss her. She's welcome to come back uh, anytime she wants, unless, of course, we find somebody to replace her. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm obviously, if we found somebody to replace her, she couldn't come back, Liz. Yes, she could. Well, she could still come she back and come sit back in She could come back to sit in and say right. hello, but we can't wait forever. No, not full time. Um, Dove has, I don't know if you want to talk about, um, uh, Dove was uh, his adventures in uh, insemination. Oh yeah, well sure. Listen, Dove I'd be, I'd be to happy to his... talk about it. I'd be happy to. Get, I'm trying to get somebody pregnant, and I got a weak, deadbeat operation. I'm D- running. Dove is trying to get his wife pregnant, and unfortunately, all the material, but yeah, unfortunately, um, his sperm. Unfortunately, and and, and yeah. this is a shock to everybody. Have a seat. Yes, this is James. It's a shock to everybody. James Altucher, I think it's pronounced, but you'll the correct great me. Great, James Altucher. James Altucher. Okay, that's yes. Obviously, I don't have to. That's a you know, Altucher. Uh, is here with us, along with the person that he's touching, I guess. Yes. His uh, lady friend, or is that your wife? Lady friend. What is, lady what, good friend. What is your name again, young lady? Well, she, she's what is her name, James? Pamela. Pamela, Pamela, right. Hi, Pamela. Now, James has a, has, he has that look that you, that you can have when you're a genius. <laughs> <laughs> but I, most people couldn't pull that off. I, <laughs> he's got crazy uh, afro. Well, you know. He's I, got I, a light Einstein. My yes. guess is I'm the oldest person here. No, I doubt it. I could be the oldest person in this Oh, no, you are, you are the oldest person here, uh, but not by much. I'm 47. I'm 40. I just turned 49. Okay. There you you are a very young-looking 40, 47. Dan's a very young-looking 47. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, James. Uh, I hear that quite a bit. Thank you, so. James. <laughs> um, but you look young yourself. Thank you. But you have, um, you, know, you know what it is? You, you have a young-looking 47, but you kind of have this old Jewish kind of voice. He's got an old soul. <laughs> old soul. <laughs> You're very Jewy. Yeah. 
Well, that well, would that would be the like, like matzah ball <laughs> soup calling the Kanish. <laughs> calling the Kanish Lower East Side. Which whatever. But oh, anyway. we're all from the same block, so it's okay. Yeah. Now, James, we're talking about. We're going to get to you, and I know you have written a lot of books, and you do a lot of things, and you're very impressive, and we'll get to that. But right now, we're talking <laughs> about. Well, he is. And I'm not saying <laughs> no, that. No, but it's so funny the way you well, say Well, right it. now we're talking about I'll take Dove. All the cro- I won't deny it. I'll, I'll take all the compliments, and then you yeah. can decide right now, later. And he's got a very beautiful girlfriend. If there was any doubt that this guy's a player, all <laughs> doubt has been all <laughs> doubt has been dissipated okay. upon seeing his girlfriend. You can certainly, you know, uh, you know yeah. this guy's got something up his sleeve. Yeah, I'll touch. He's got moves. I'm the easy D. But we you are, see Donald Trump's tweet today? No, I didn't see that. He said uh, Supreme Court decision was an easy D, which... Refers to oh, easy in, D, in, easy in other D, circles sure. having easy dick. So okay. there you go. Doing and some political analysis here. All right, and we'll get to political analysis. But right now we're talking about Dove's, we Dove's weak load. Uh, I had to get a uh, a sperm analysis recently. I'd been trying to get my wife pregnant for a year. I've got some psychological issues with her. But other than Wait, that, how old are you? I'm Sorry, 43. I'm 43. No, don't worry about interrupting. You can always interrupt. It's what we do here. Because after 40, yes. do you think... Do the do- no. I'm asking you no. what your doctor said. Does testosterone go yeah. down after 40? Yeah, no, all of that I'm goes 49. down, but not to the degree that there should be any substantial issue with regard to your ability to get somebody pregnant. So the load drops a bit, the motility drops a bit, but you should not have an issue in terms of, over time, being able to get somebody pregnant. Meaning it does not precipitously diminish in such a way that it would impact that. Can I ask you a follow second me? question? Of course you can. I'm a heterosexual. Follow, but, follow up so question. If that's, if, that's what, if that's the answer... Follow-up question from Mr. Uh, this gentleman I'll over touch here. Her. I'll yes. touch her. So, so if uh, your wife doesn't get pregnant yes. after two months, does that decrease the likelihood on the third month? Is each month less likely? Not that I know of. As a matter of fact, uh, certainly you don't want to do it every day. I don't know if there's any likelihood. I think it's just you want to hit her sweet spot. So my wife got a fertility app that smiles when she's ovulating, and so uh, for that five-day period, I'm supposed to save it up, uh, you know, and not, not, you know. Blow loads all over the room, you know, because now, I gotta save it up for now, my James, special lady. Which, which you don't know uh, about Dove is why it was such a shock to us when we found out that he uh, wasn't a real man. That he couldn't impregnate his wife like you're supposed to be able to do. You are is supposed to be able to do that. Is this man w- was the world's greatest seductor? This man, way. he pulled moves. You were smooth. Yeah, 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 I, I, yeah. I was so pretty what, good at it. So, so you're no, 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 not not good at it in general. So I couldn't advise anybody how to walk into a bar and do it. I can't do it in general in life so well. But if uh, I got a thing that if the girl is odd enough, she tends to be, and then the kind of demographic that's drawn to me tend to no, bang no, right no. away. And he, their father he's being falsely modest. He banged all sorts of women. Uh, gorgeous women that that I would have written poems to and pined away for 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 months and he years. Was just he away. would throw them away like toilet paper. Be like, oh, I can't believe she's calling okay. again. So, so some supermodel be calling. I, I, so, I so, so I'm not going to ask him for advice. That would yeah. be like asking Michael Jordan for like basketball advice. Right. What's your advice from observing him? My advice to you? Yeah, from observing him. Well, that's like saying, you know, I observe Floyd Mayweather. Therefore, how do you become <laughs> heavyweight champion? You got to well, be born with it. Uh, and right. everybody all has right. to use their own strategy. That was a good way to ask the question, though. I, I thought I maybe would get an Do answer you have out of problems? it. No, no, that was very good. <laughs> well, you have problems. Unfortunately, I, you've met your match here. Uh, yeah. You're with a lovely young lady, so you have no problems in that area. I, I, I'll touch your nose this game. I, you know, it took a long time, though. I had to meet one person. Yeah, because yeah. Thousands. you couldn't do what Dove does because you're not Dove. You have to play the nerd angle, and, and, and that's in now. All right, how yeah, do you like? Angle. I have I have the nerd look though. How can I? How do you play the nerd angle? It helps to have a hundred million dollars in cash somewhere. Yeah, I guess. You know, or yeah, some, yeah, sure. And are you suggesting that's what he has? No, I'm no. suggesting he doesn't need that because he's <laughs> he's just very very smooth, very confident, and he also has some good movie credits. Uh. And you know these broads, you know, now you're a genius, you've written several books, but they don't read. <laughs> it's you know, nobody reads. I don't even read. These <laughs> chicks, you got to hit them with a movie credit, you know, and that they respond to. Okay, what are what are some movie credits? Have you done any, or a reality show at least? Have you been on, uh, you know? Uh, nothing. Nothing, okay. The news. Well, I don't think you have any problems picking up late, just judging from this supermodel that the you've got with The wonderful Pamela, the, the glorious and lovely Pamela. But, um... So, okay, so you go to the doctor yeah. today. 
And well, what's the no, result? Well, no, sperm analysis. You wait five days. And the whole thing's an embarrassment. You got it's you know to ma- making an appointment to jerk off is never anybody's idea of a good time. Then you go to Midtown, and then they ask you if you spilled any, which is a whole it's, the whole thing's so awkward. You know why I'm there? I know why I'm there. The fact that you're like you know, she said, "What are you here for?" And you know, what am I here for? Was there like a, a waiting a, a room? Off room. Yeah. Were there yeah. people in the waiting room listening? Yeah. What am I here? I'm I'm here. To look, I'm looking for a James Altucher's book. Are you selling that book? <laughs> uh, the waiting the, no. Yeah, there's a waiting room, and then there's you go into a little bit of a little room. Looks like a big closet, very hospital-ish, bright light, small TV, magazine rack, and then a, and a wee wee pad on a chair. It's a horror show, James. Um, and the awkward part was when he took a picture of the nurse before going into the jerk off. <laughs> he didn't really yeah. do that. That was good. No, he was, Dan well, told me to do that. <laughs> Dan told me take a picture of the nurse and then come back out and then, you know like and then walk into the room rather. That would yeah. be great. That'd yeah. be fun. Why don't yeah. people do that? Like, just for fun. Well, somebody might wow. have it. You've got to have a lot of nerve to do a thing, to pull a move like that. Well, you that. have to be a bit nuts, yeah. and also people would hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't have that kind of yeah. audacity. So you give. Yeah. So you did it, and then you yeah. give them over, and then yeah. they do They're, a test. They do test. Five days later, the doctor calls. A week later, I get on the phone with my wife, speakerphone. There are three categories. There's uh, there's load size. That was the technical term the doctor used. And then there's, uh, then there's uh, motility, which is the level at which they're clipping along and, and, and swimming. And uh, what I found out is uh, I am working 20 knots. they got to be clipping along at. Uh, the, the level of motility, I have, a, I, have a, I, have a, I have such a... You ever, you ever go by the bodegas outside of certain projects and you see, you see young guys buying blunt wrap at 10 in the morning? I got a deadbeat sperm. They don't want to show up for work. They don't want to read. They're just, they're just they don't want to swim. They're just hanging out. They're deadbeats. They're the kind of people that you say, listen. They're going to OTV. You want to be the opposite of dove sperm. That's what you want to be. And, uh, so is that the problem? And then there's, Motility. Then there's the number of sperm. 20 million is what the doctor likes to see. I have 11. And, uh, and each one of them is a deadbeat. So literally, <laughs> you're fucked. Oh, yes. Well, no, he has to do IVF. IVF. Uh, but she what, has what, to pay us whatever money that costs. What I didn't tell my wife is that this whole time I've been I've been paranoid about using condoms. I've been on the road. I've gotten a lot of tail over the years, and uh, and and I've always been so paranoid about condoms. And and lo and behold, I get into a monogamous relationship. I'm married. I could have been blowing it all, wow. blowing it all over this country for many years. Well, you could have also been diseased. You could have caught a nah, disease. Nah, what disease? <laughs> What do you got? HIV is the only thing you really got to worry about. The other stuff is a pill. If herpes, if you don't have it already and you've been with more than 10 broads, uh, you know, you're not going to get it. I mean, you, you're not going to manifest. The, the odds are every, one out of every three people has herpes. So if you don't have an outbreak at some point, it means you're not going to manifest like that. I'm going to give my daughters this lecture this weekend. No, listen, it's all horrible what I'm saying. I know that. Let's talk about uh, James. Do you yeah, have what else no, you no. I have two daughters. Well, they need to know oh, this. Okay, you have, no, but not with Pamela. This was with a previous <laughs> Correct. Uh, baby mom. Is she a baby mama or were you married? I was, I was married. I've been married twice. But And, and after, after my second wife left, I was really depressed. And you know who I called? You'll be, I don't know how old you are. You'll be Well, he's 43. I'm okay. 47. Yeah. Okay, so I called Judy Bloom. And oh, of course, I, and, yeah. And I, I was, I said, I'm really depressed. My second wife just left, and she assured me third time's a charm because she's on her third marriage. So that gave me oh, wow. confidence again. And she's been married for 30 years. Judy Bloom, by the way, for our younger listeners, uh, wrote uh, such uh, classics as Blubber. <laughs> are, are, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Uh, well, there she did. That's well, that's what it was, was named. Blubber yeah. was the name of the book. And uh, did you say Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing? Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing. Oh, and wow. then she got into more like risque shit with uh, wifey, a this classic, was big uh, young he adult. He could have brought that into the sperm room <laughs> earlier. That, yeah, that yeah. was like the, I guess, the Fifty Shades of, of I actually Grey used the high society of its era. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Dove, Dove used erotic poems. Erotic poems. <laughs> 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 to get off. Yeah. yeah, no, it was a Proust novel, the first chapter I used. Um, so so let's switch things over now to our, our guest, who yes. I guess we've been trying to get on, or Calabria apparently canceled you a couple of times. Yeah, What what's up, Stephen? Where is he? Well, he's over James there. is a busy man. Um no, but we canceled him, I think, a couple yeah, of yeah, times. Yeah, you guys okay. canceled him. Well, and, I, either way, let's get into his And I suggested life. canceling you a third time because Noam's not here, and I know he wanted to meet but you. But I want to I want to okay. talk to him. I'll go on again. I have a lot. I have, 
I, I actually, I've, I've been dealing with a development scenario and a JV agreement. I hired investigators to, you know, deal with the team. And then I've been reading The Undoing Project. You can relate to all of this. Wait, why did you hire investigators? Wait, I don't even know what the hell he's talking about with the <laughs> oh, JV. Oh, I'm sorry. Squad. A JV is a joint venture that I had engaged in to, to develop a piece of property. I'm not going to get into this but particulars. I don't get it too, but this but is too businessy. I totally understand. <laughs> this is not Barron's uh, podcast. <laughs> I <laughs> no, thought I you meant development deal like uh, actors, like a TV oh, no, no, show no, no, development no, no, deal. No, no, no. Uh, something where... The probability of success is vastly higher uh, than a TV. But I'm also in a TV scenario as well. But, uh, you know, that, you know, you roll the dice. Uh, but, but anyway, we, how can we talk well, about what James well, well, does in a way all, that doesn't Jim, get a bit technical? Wait, but I also want to understand you guys. Yeah, okay. I want to understand what is I'm a TV, all man. What's a TV scenario? God, just keep I saying believe, he's, he's heterosexual. What I do you mean? You. I'm heterosexual, Jay. I believe you're all, all man. <laughs> yeah. Well, well um, a, a development scenario? In TV. In TV means uh, it can take place in a number of different ways, but I go to a network. I say, I have an idea, and uh, and would you like to pay me to write that idea? Or I come in with idea? a sizzle reel. Um, it's an idea. It's a soft-scripted scenario based on my family life. Dan plays my, my, my closest friend, uh, and we shot it with a, a successful production company called Left Right. Ken Druckmann's a good producer. And, uh, and now we're out pitching along with a sizzle reel. So what we're trying to communicate is proof of concept. So it's probably a lot like going into a venture capitalist room so, and saying, this is my idea. Oh, and, you're right. You know. So you scripted it, and you shot some scenes? It's loosely scripted. Okay, it's loosely yeah. scripted. Yeah. You shot some scenes. Yeah, not, not totally dissimilar to what Larry David is doing, but I use my real family. My mother is a real character. Uh, everybody says that about their mother, but my mother is. And, and, you know, and, and my wife, uh, who has got some psychological problems... And uh, and so it's an it's an entertaining crew. Is your wife listening? Is she going to listen to this podcast? I don't care if she is. <laughs> you know, we got to get it out in the open here. There's no sense. Well, she uh, she she knows. He he talks this way even in front of her. They have a very kind of an honest dialogue. Well, I talk uh, about it on stage, but Jay, and I, I love her. You can love somebody that has borderline aspects. We just all have to acknowledge what's taking place. Well, borderline what, though? Like borderline personality? Or borderline, borderline personality stuff. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, it's, yeah. So is she like, I love you, I hate you? Yeah, there's a lot of push-pull. It's not quite that literal, but there's a lot of vacillation between neurotic and psychotic. But not psychotic like I see dragons. Psychotic like, uh, I'll say, you're being contentious. And then she'll argue that, uh, that she's... She'll argue the word contentious, which is... Uh, Insane because you're being contentious. It's a meta thing, and it gets so, nutty. Don't you wish there was, there was music or, or some something that um, indicated what was about to take place? You know, like a like when I'm, when I met my ex. Like you know, like uh, this really happened. She broke my ankle. She broke my well. I mean, I went. I was in Rome. I went away for the first time in a while, and I rented a scooter, and I let her get on the. Uh, she was on the back. And she kept yelling, I was born to ride. And then I let her drive, and not four blocks go by, and she freaks out, and, and we go down, and my, I put my leg out, and my ankle broke. But she never tried to hit the brakes. Like, she never, it wasn't a legitimate fall, like somebody cut us off. She was just like, ah, she just balled up like a bitch, you know? <laughs> and now every time I see her, you ever see the person you're with and you get that feeling in your stomach, like, you're, you're like, like, like you were driving and drinking and the cop pulls him behind you and you're like, huh. <laughs> like that's how I feel when I see her. And then I realized later on, I realized she had an actual borderline personality disorder. Like somebody, somebody who, who, um, borderline personality disorder, it's hard for them to acknowledge responsibility while a conflict is taking place. So things would get real strange real fast. Like, uh, like, um, she would go, um, like she'll go from an adult to a 15 year old to a raccoon. Like that. <laughs> So, normal arguments would get, would, would, uh, like, I was in the car with her out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Picture this. No context. I'm driving. She turns to me and she goes, to each his own. No context. Just a, to each, a free-floating to each his own. And I said, what do you mean? And then she goes, I mean to each his own. I was like, I heard what you said. I don't, I don't know what you mean. And then she goes, you don't know what to each his own means? Like, I know what it means. I don't know what you mean by it. And then she goes, why are you yelling? I was like... What the fuck is going on, man? <laughs> and then I broke the turn signal off the column and stuck it in my leg to focus the pain. <laughs> to focus the pain, to prevent me from driving into the divider, the highway divider. You ever see the divider and you just want to prove a point? You just want to be like, yeah, yeah. Ha! 
You know, my fantasy was at some point, if I continued to bounce off the divider, at some point she'd begin to empathize and cry, and she would say, why are you doing this? You know, and, I'd be, and I would get to say, to each his own, motherfucker. Yes. I always get curious. So, so, so you said that, you know, he could pick up anybody. I said the dove in his day. Yeah, uh, could but pick up anybody. Day, yes. And so, probably still could if he put his no, mind no, to no, it. No, 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 so no, do you no. Think, but he doesn't do it anymore. Do you think something inside of you was attracted to that kind yes, of yes, chaos yes. inside yeah. of her? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a, a nutty, uh, nutty, uh, modely, odd. Uh, there's a lot going on there, and I married her, and I love her, but it's been very challenging as of late, which is why I think it's a little bit fresh emotionally for D- me right now. Does she get angry at your sperm condition? Like, does she actually get angry at you? Oh, that's a great question. If she did, I wouldn't know it, because she is unbelievably passive-aggressive, and so it doesn't come at you directly when mm. she's feeling something, which is very challenging as well. And so we're... You know, there's a lot of nature-nurture stuff, right, in all of these conditions for people psychologically. Perhaps not, you know, fissures from reality, but a lot of it's nature-nurture. She had parents and abusive and alcoholic, and and then it exacerbated an already underlying sort of precarious psychology. Is it, is it possible, maybe, and this is just a suggestion, that I could regain control... Yes, of, of course, uh, I, apologize. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. Well, you know, the thing is, James has a podcast of his own, and, and when you bring podcasting people on the show, they, you know, because your default he's position... He's an interviewer. That's he's right. He's an interviewer. That's yeah, his default... Yeah, he snafooed me. That's it's his fault. default I position. Uh, you guys because he's trying it. to turn... <laughs> yeah, he got us good. trying to turn this into his interview of us. Which, he is a snake, and I've and, always said that about Alto <laughs> Well, he is uh, somebody that needs to be watched and watched. You, you do always eye. say it about me. I, yeah, you don't but you, to get insulted about that. You don't, you don't write that many books because you're a calm, well-mannered guy. He's got a roiling something going on in there. You, you, um, you, you're sort of a jack of, of many trades. You studied computer science. Yes. Which, um, you know, that, that's, uh, that's... That thing. The thing. Uh, but but you're, <laughs> that's what you should study. Not you shouldn't of study. Of course what you I, should. Yeah, you shouldn't study like hard history. You, you know? know, Dan went to Wharton, <clears throat> then law school, and then wow. came, and then became a comedian, but so, never practiced law. So you can't sue someone right now, for instance. No, I don't. I, I don't even know that I'm legally a member of the bar anymore. I don't. I don't really. I think you have to keep that. Up but if you want if if he wanted to sue somebody, I would help him. How but, would you help him? I'd hire an attorney. There goes Al Chula. There he goes again. There he goes again. Trying to, trying to divert the He's conversation. Because he doesn't want to talk about himself. But why did you go from law to comedy? Well, because... Not that there isn't I never wanted to be a lawyer. I went to law school because that's kind of what you're supposed to do when you grow up in a certain milieu. Milieu. And, um, and I always wanted to be in show business. Yes. But, but, you know, when you don't grow up in a showbiz household or a showbiz environment, it seems silly and ridiculous. And so you say to yourself, well, I'm going to do what you're supposed to do and go to yes, Wharton of yes. and go to law school and, and things of this nature. Then, <laughs> along those lines, I was talking to James before, and we talked about whether or not you thought the, so the, the average comedian was a bit more cracked than the average person pursuing some other low-probability creative more endeavor. Cracked a mentally. bit more cracked, and I said yes. Probably would be, yeah. yeah. Well, but I think, though, when we eliminated anything that involved a degree... It's all one, you know, one in a thousand chance. So musician, right. writer, uh, astronaut, well, Jim, which requires a degree. But I, I, but I, I really didn't idea. perceive it as one in a thousand. <laughs> Call me crazy. I thought I was a shoe in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just remember watching uh, these comics on TV and said, I can do what they're doing. And, and I was right. I could do what they're doing. But the, the other thing I didn't consider was is that, right. that that's not sufficient. In other words, right, right, if right, all that right, was right, necessary right. was for me to be as funny as... Yes. Fill in the blank. Yes. You know, say, say, Roseanne. Bill, Rose, Bill's pretty funny. Roseanne, fill in the blank is funny. But, yeah. but say, be as funny as, say, uh, Tim Allen. And then I'd have everything that Tim Allen had. That's right. what I thought, that, that's what I, I thought how it worked that way. Right. But as it turns out, you could be five times funnier than Tim Correct. Allen. Correct, yes. And have nothing at all. Yes. So what's, sure. so what is it, it's obviously not a luck thing, because there must be some persistence aspect. Well, there's all sorts of factors. You had to, first of all, they, they came around, people like Roseanne and Tim Allen and, and Drew Carey, etc., came around at a time where they were giving comedians sitcoms, where network television was enormous, there were only three real channels you could yeah. watch. And, of course, those were the only the ones that we saw. There might have been numerous comics that we didn't see that didn't go anywhere. But, but let me... let me. Why is Al Chula trying to turn <laughs> no, this no, into... Yeah, because no, he has a snake, and I said more, it early on. He's been calling me a snake all night. But just one more question. Now, yeah. you, not only do you have broadcast TV, you have... Uh, 50 cable right, channels. There, there's more out Hulu, there. Even Verizon's going to do reg- original programming. Yeah, right. So there's right. more ways for you to get seen. But Al Tucher, here's... Fewer, fewer eyeballs he, he, seeing he, you. Fewer eyeballs seeing you. And here's the, here's so the wild niche, card. It's a niche. Here's, the, here's the other factor that you're not considering. 
is that there's more comics than ever before. These cucarachas are multiplying. <laughs> like... Like cucarachas. Yeah, but they're everywhere. Yeah. I can't, you can't swing a cat in this town without hitting a comedian. <laughs> but here, though. You understand it's not even weird now to be a comedian? Yeah. You used to sell somebody you were a comedian, they'd say, well, what? Oh my God, what the hell? Oh, yeah. What, what does that mean? But now yeah. I sell somebody who's a comedian. Oh yeah, my brother does it. Yeah. Oh, am I, and, and I got a friend that does it. I mean, it's not even weird anymore. You know, There's it is so weird. The phrase, the, 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 the swing a cat. No, that's an old phrase. I know, but where does it come from? I feel like I think Aristophanes. <laughs> Aristophanes. I, I don't know where it no, comes wait, from. No, wait. Is he he's on your? To, he's trying to Jew up the podcast. <laughs> I know. He's, uh, he's, on your show, been, I, on yeah. your show idea, is he uh, yeah. a struggling lawyer trying to be a comedian? No, I'm me. No, 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 no. Everybody is just themselves. Uh-huh. Everybody's themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know how what Al Tucher does? Your, he gets Al in Tucher, there. He gets and in good. He, we're trying to talk about him, and yes. he and, and and he switches. He switches it, it's and you so don't even see it because you guys are so fast. You guys are so fast. You don't even see it coming. He's so subtle. So sweet. And then he fucks your girlfriend. Then he bangs your girl. And then he bangs your girl. And this is the way he does it. This is the way he's always done it. That's why I have two daughters. Yeah, I like this guy. So you're you're an entrepreneur. You're a writer. What is this book? James's new book is Reinvent Yourself. Best-selling author. Choose yourself. Yes. Reinvent yourself. What is it? How would we describe it? Give us a thumbnail, James. Well, it's all about this idea that. Nothing is really safe in this world. Like you wanted to be a lawyer, but there's no. Well, no, I didn't want to be a lawyer. Okay, you initially <laughs> set out to be. Yes. But, there's, but for all the people who actually wanted to be, there's yeah. no guarantees. There's right. there's not a right. surplus of jobs for lawyers anymore. In fact, right. that's even being mm. automated or outsourced. Right. So people are constantly now, particularly young people, are constantly facing the fact that they have to reinvent and, and start to do what they love rather than what they were told to do. Right. They have to choose what they want instead of what their parents, teachers, bosses, everybody else chose them to do. You've got to choose the people who choose you rather than the other way around, if that makes sense. Choose the people who choose you. Yeah, kind, kind yes. Like yeah, your TV deal, why don't yeah. you just shoot it on YouTube? Raise a little money, shoot right. scenes on YouTube, yeah. and see what happens. See if people watch yeah. it. See if people who are interested watch it. So, so, yeah, so you know, I, I, I listen... <clears throat> no, no, he's oh, he's certainly not wrong. So, so can we get somebody that needs to reinvent themselves and, and see how that might work with them? Other than us, of course. <laughs> well, well, all of us are constant. Like you're in a state, for instance, where you're trying to go from married guy to married guy with kids, and that right. that's a lot of issues. You have to readjust especially all the when, things you think about. Every one of your sperm doesn't want to do anything. <laughs> right. So you have Dead to. So you have to last figure, one of them. You have to figure out: Do you give up on that? Do you adopt? Do you in do vitro, an IVF? baby. Yeah. So, so you have to decide all these things, and then your yes. relationship with your wife's going to change. And then once you yes. have a kid. Yes. Your relationship with your wife's going to completely change because suddenly yes. there's this new, strange, non-English-speaking citizen living in your yes. house, and you have to deal with that. So even that's reinvention. Everything is reinvention, not just. So, so is your book? Yeah, that's right. Is your book? I'm a little confused now. Is it is it a, a how-to book about reinvention, or just a philosophical uh, uh, sort of book about how we are all always reinventing ourselves? It's 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 about my own personal failures. It's a memoir and reinventions, but also I then look at like a hundred other people and how they succeeded in reinventing themselves or succeeded in succeeding because I want to ultimately you know pursue different dreams and succeed at them and how do you do that particularly as your interests change as you get older and as your life changes and as your life situation changes so it's and starting from a point where you know I I, I had a point where I made some money I sold a company and then I went totally broke and bankrupt and had to figure out how am I going to, with two Why? kids, how am I going to start from zero and build up again? So I had to reinvent myself in this really awkward way where everybody hated me all of a sudden who pretended to be my friends earlier. Wow. So, and and, and that, so, because, yeah, you said sold a, a software business, was it? Yeah. Or? And ma- made, did you, know, you invest your money? Did it go? Did it? Did, how what did the hell you lose it? The money? Yeah, what happened yeah, to the money? I, I bought houses. I invested. I invested well, millions of dollars. As, as appreciating assets. Had you bought cars, I'd understand how you lost it. How'd you lose it buying houses? Uh, you know, in, in er- a divorce. Well, divorce twice. <laughs> in yeah, every, that'll do it. And I, I bought houses right before both. Ah, uh, that'll do it. Housing crisis, yep. like two thousand and yep. two thousand seven. Uh, and then I, I invested I in a lot of bad companies. I hedge my bets with stabilized real estate. Uh, I, some, I, I should have talked to you. Well, listen, what do I know? You're, 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 the, you're, the, you're the brain here. But what, I don't know about that. These hedge funds, are they yeah, hedge are, funds. Is, so is you're now, bullshit you, you, or not? You, you, so, so, okay, so then I started a hedge fund, in order, a hedge fund. To, okay. in order to make my way back. That was one of the things now, I tried. Do you, by the way, I went to a college with a, uh, a cat goes by the name of Greg Lipman. 
That name might be familiar. I don't, with I don't know. Okay, he was involved in the um, the Big Short. He anyway. Oh, yeah, he yeah. worked at Deutsche. Whatever, doesn't matter. You don't know him, but he's a hedge fund guy now. All right. So so you started a hedge fund, which for those of our listeners, which I would imagine is most of them who are not directly right. uh, have a direct contact yeah, with a hedge thing, fund. Yeah. What might what what is a hedge fund for the for those that might not so know? So a hedge fund is basically you take in money from rich people and you invest it however you want and you take a piece of the profits. It's a little different than a mutual fund, which can take in money from anyone. A hedge fund can only take money from you have to have a certain net worth and you can do whatever you want. You, there's no regulations at all. So which and is there's what, no downside because you don't lose any of your own money. Yeah, you don't have to put your own money in. But of course, I would put all my money in and then I would go up. I would go down. Right. I built up another business. I sold that. Went broke after that. Right. So I went broke several times, and then finally I had to start figuring out like how can I reinvent myself so that it sticks the next time. Right. Well, it, no. So so the hedge fund is what you came up with. Yes. And how's that doing? Well, it, I ran it all through the first decade of the 2000s, and it did well. But I I decided to turn that into an internet another internet business. I kind of moved it all into making a website about finance, and I sold that company. And then bought a house. He's and back, made bad baby. Investments. He's back. He's back. Al- Al- better is than back. ever. Al- I was, is back. No, no, I was back, and then I lost all of that. I was broke about eighteen months after that. So Guys, tremendous. Second time. You know, there's something doesn't add up here. You know, there's three skills with money. You can't seem to hold on to the dough. There's three skills. He's an entrepreneur. Making it. Can't get enough. Keeping it. Growing it. Yeah. Keeping it. Keeping it. So making it. I could do. Keeping yeah. it and growing it. I, I maybe am. am only just learned. Well, right, as right, far right. as keeping it and growing it is concerned, why not just invest in some high-quality government paper Booty. and and blue-chip stocks well, and leave it at that? You can't generate wealth that way. So I was I That's was greedy right. and wanted to generate quick wealth. Yes. Uh, he was greedy. Okay, because you can generate wealth. You know, you don't need to generate wealth. Um, what he's saying is at a 3% dividend, you're not going to generate no, a whole but he lot. Could start another, safe. He could start another business yes. and use his brain power. So here's what I did. I decided, yes, I, I decided I hated starting businesses, so I invested in other smart people who were starting businesses, and that actually worked for me. So so that but was a good idea. More of the VC side. If yeah, I became more of like a venture capitalist, and that, and that worked. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a place to stash your money, there's no better investment than this sitcom I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) That's the type Um, of thing I used to invest in, and then I would be crying in in a hotel room 18 months later. On a macro level, and we don't have to get, you can pull me back whenever you want, Dan. The idea that that of the the GDP pie in this country, the idea that financial services occupies an ever-growing portion, that seems to me like some sort of unsupportable, it's a... Ponzi-ish experience I'm having in terms of uh, the, the conceptual understanding of the way all of this works. Yeah, but yes and no. So, yes, there's probably too many people employed on Wall Street. Like, that's all a scam. Why is but, everybody that's worth half a billion dollars in a fucking hedge fund? Right. What are they all, smarter than everybody right. else? They're producing nothing. Right, and that and that business uh, is going to go away. That whole industry is going to yes. go away. Yes, But the the... Basic idea of Wall Street is to give Main Street money to build their businesses. Yeah, that was the idea. That was the idea. It still, it still works. Everything cleans itself out every like decade right, or so. Right. So we had the financial crisis that cleaned it out. The dot com bubble and bust yeah. cleaned it out. So it'll clean out again in a year or two. It's like AIDS in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, totally. Right, right, totally okay. cured now. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Liz just left the table after that. <laughs> she didn't leave because of that though. Uh, I can say that because I have, uh, I have family members who are, were involved in the AIDS operation. Um, <laughs> my father was gay. Anyway, yeah, the um, so and hence your yes. sperm problem. Well, yeah, exactly. No. But w- one wonders whether Dove's at least prior behavior yeah. was in some way a, a a way to maybe prove to himself that he's not gay. I don't well, know. Well, if it I'm, was, it was very subconscious. I mean, I was just sort of a virile. Uh, I was a I was a, that kind of guy right from a very early age. Now, is this true? Like, did you suspect your dad was gay? <laughs> oh, my mother said, you know, he, my mother knew that he was having sex with men, but it didn't bother her. The fact that he ate too much sugar was a big problem <laughs> for her. But uh, the homosexuality thing was not it. But she was a super countercultural kind. It was a real wacky operation they ran. Was she gay also? My parents. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, but hasn't she had uh, gay relationships? She had one relationship with the gym teacher. Uh, Was was the gym teacher very masculine? uh, Wasn't feminine. Uh, I believe her name was Sean. Even at the name that you're not sure. (laughs) You know these names? Sean Colvin. Sean can be a female name in rare cases. You remember Sean Colvin? Sonny came home? But that's what I'm saying. No. It, you, you don't know, remember Sunny Go either way. What's the difference? Yeah, I don't remember. 
TV show? No, no. Sonny Came Home was Sonny a song uh, uh, from the 90s. When back in the day, when uh, when I had all these female singer songwriters like, uh, uh, help me out here, um, Natalie hey, we, Merchant and we should Sarah, go, Sarah, we Sarah should McLaughlin. We go to Gotham so, after so this. Forth. What's that Gotham after this? There's, uh, I got to do some uh, show, but I'm saying we could we could all go over there. Jessica's going to be there. What are you doing? All right, we, we'll finish this. You you guys should come. But right. I'll talk to you after. I'll, I'll talk to you after. I got my car out so, front. So so you're reinventing yourself again. You say you you have other things. You want to reinvent yourself yet again. You you started off. You were in the software business. Yeah, software. Made some money. Yeah, then went broke. Hedge fund, then hedge. internet, and then I've been a writer for so, 15 so. years. Uh, this is my 18th book. Uh, how, a, how do you fucking do I guess well you have to be able to sit down obviously you have a great brain and all that but I, I'm finishing a book now I have the damnedest time to but, sitting down but let me ask you a question how do you write a joke walking around yeah but you have to still think about it and write that's a hard thing to do yeah, you have to be a genius to write a joke no you don't believe me you should see some of the people we know that can write a, a, but a, you specifically I'm pretty bright but I'm not that smart I don't think um but when, do, when you go downstairs, you work on it in front of people. Right. And then, I was thrown out of high school, by the way. But you work on it in front of people, and um, then you figure out what works. You sort of work through it. It's not, you're not alone in a room just pounding it out in, 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 uh, in a vacuum. Well, I would say out of 18 books, maybe two of them sold well. So it's well, the same type the of thing. What's selling? Yeah, but, yeah. But, no, I but know like, what you mean. But like that's the way I work it. Like I'll write the book and then see right. what happens. Right. And, um, right. So this book and another one did well. Well, what's your next move? What's the next reinvention of James Altucci? I kind of, I kind of male stripper. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> want to write a novel after this. I haven't written a novel yet. Okay. Really? You're going yeah. hardcore fiction? Yeah. Well, I kind of want to write okay? like a thriller. Are you, in, are you in therapy? I am in therapy. I just went to my therapist today, actually. Good. Good for so, you. We talked all about Pamela down there. Yes. <laughs> so, well, um, anybody. That, and we talked about me writing a novel. Well, but novels, it, you know, I mean, are people reading novels these it's days? It's not the point. Yeah, it's not the point. You do the work because you love the work. No, I didn't say that. I'm making another point. I know, but I like to argue. Okay. Fifty Shades the of Grey sold 150 million copies. Right, but... Yes. Okay. So, so that's so, one novel. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah that's um, but people don't. I don't think read novels the way they used to. And well, we all know that. Okay. So what? What do you think I should do next? I'm, no, no. I'm, I'm not. I didn't say don't writing, write. I didn't say don't write I'm a novel. Writing this stuff. I didn't say don't write a novel. I said I'm not sure anybody's going to read your novel. As right, a matter of fact, enough, the, one, the one and only, to write a novel. the one and only um, uh, misdemeanor crime that Dan has ever committed was, took place as he, he was a young man in a bookstore. He smuggled. I, I don't want to talk about my wayward youth. What are you talking about? <laughs> he said he took a copy of Love in the Time of Cholera. Did you think that was porn? <laughs> no, I I, uh, I, uh, I I stole a copy of Love in the was Time of Cholera. Was that Gabriel Garcia Marquez? Yeah. Marquez. Yeah, yeah oh, that is a good. I mean, how that's hilarious life, is that's that? That's my life of crime. What, that, were you caught? No, I wasn't caught to this but day. But who steals a <laughs> to this day fucking they copy? copy. Uh, who steals a copy? I don't know. The, the, yeah. At the time <laughs> of cholera. I don't know if the statute of limitations ran out. <laughs> you know What when store I, you know, was it? I'm, they, I won't well, report you. Uh, nobody, on this pot, nobody listening will report you. When I, I was I a kid, what people would steal, they'd take a hood ornament, they'd yeah. take a gold chain, they'd take a, you were in a bookstore rummaging through Gabriel Garcia Marquez novels. I mean, I did, that's I a real comedian. was football cards. I was caught yeah, stealing football cards. that makes more cards. sense. It does make more sense. What did yeah, you steal? Like a, were you like cards. football cards? But how old were you From when you the, stole? like, uh, He was 32. <laughs> I think I was about 20. I mean, you have to be a, of a certain age to want to steal love in the time of cholera. You're not going to be a five-year-old kid. Right, it was a choice between Gravity's Rainbow and love in the time of cholera. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> I don't was Gravity's Rainbow. Uh, a ra- that was too big. It wouldn't fit in your pocket. That was that's of course Pinchon. I never read that one. I did. I I, I, um, I read the first two pages. Okay. I, I you know I why well, you didn't like it? Uh, it's a little bit. I didn't like it. No, I tried. It's a little well, bit, speaking uh, of wordy. novels, speaking of novels, now now I tried to read uh, David Copperfield, Charles Dickens. Figured I'd read it. Figured it'd be good for me. It's a classic. <laughs> it's a classic. They said. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it, you got to read it, they said. Yeah, it's they incredible, said. they said. <laughs> I, I, fuck, at, I gave it 100 pages. I yeah. gave it the old college, and I said, and after 100 pages, yeah. I thought it was a gag. <laughs> I said, is this guy kidding me? <laughs> I, th- I threw it down my garbage chute. I well, threw the book away. I didn't want it in my house. Well, you were angry. You were angry that it's, you got sucked into the first 100 pages. I, was, I, thought, so it was angry. A, I thought it was a, a, a gag. No, that's it's like, you it, know it was what? like there was no I have a discernible plot at all. It was like, 
In, well, that's tough. Incredible. And this is considered, I mean, maybe it's great literature. I'm not going to say it's not. I'm just going to say it ain't for me. But, you know, you could have gone to uh, read the Classics Illustrated comic book. James Joyce, you want to fucking, you want you want to put a bullet in your head. You get into a James well, Joyce. Well, I, I had to, in high school, I had to read uh, Portrait of the Artist as a Young Man. Ooh. Portrait of a Student that's Furious. <laughs> Nah, that was cornball. But anyway, that, <laughs> I, it was an attempt. You, you, yeah, I've seen yeah, that. You I'm learning. Learning. Yeah. You're, 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 you're Portrait of an angry high practice. school English student. And I'm trying to improve the to improve the bit, but you get the idea. I, I got is, it. Is, is that that's a rough one? And for high, but they give high school kids shit that high school kids shouldn't yeah, be why, reading. Yeah, why why do they give like the Canterbury Tales to high school kids? Like that's unreadable. Now I'm gonna, but, but now I'm gonna, why don't I'm they gonna, give Lord of the Rings to high school? The kids? The truth is, the Canterbury Tales is pretty good. Uh, it's written in like the 1300s. How could it be good? No, By the it, way, the point is you good. want to give them something they can access that will then turn yes. them on as opposed to turn them on. Turn them on. excited to write and read. Exactly. I went to school. I, I, I grew up in a shitty part of Jersey, and I went to Where? school with guys. Uh, towards English let town. Me, I grew let, up in a junkyard. Let me just... North Brunswick myself. Let me just preface yeah, this by yeah. saying Dove loves nothing more than to portray himself no, no, as, no, as a... coming from the ghetto. No, no, it's not the ghetto. It's a working class. It's like we're, we're like... Uh, it's a, it was a dirt lot but, but, with a junkyard. But, but Dove comes from a fairly... His mother was a, a, a therapist, is a therapist. These are not dumb people. No, no. I, and, it's, uh, and they're certainly uh, not. But no, I just want to be... Th- I mother's be, a therapist... Father's gay, father so she had, knew, My she father knew was right an away. uneducated Jewish business guy from the street but, in the Bronx, and my mother was a hippie wasp intellectual. But, but, uh, but, you but went I, to Columbia, the therapist, uh, you know, for to yeah. become an analyst. And uh, and she was on her way to India to teach piano when she stopped off to visit her lesbian friend who owned a monkey. And that woman was renting a house for my father. That's how they met. And then she was wrapped up on a commune. For, for the next 10 years. And, and, and then in India, following a guru. But anyway, go ahead. What the hell were we talking about? You're saying... Um, we were talking about Jersey. books. Oh, we were talking about books. getting turned on as yeah, a kid Hills. and the idea yes. of learning and, and you know, tap, tapping into the kind of culture where you then want to go and experience curiosity for yourself. If you're turned off to reading early on, it's very dangerous. I think that's right. Yeah, so... so um, like you had David Copperfield and then Love in the Time of Cholera. Well, I, I, you, were, yes. you were screwing yourself. You're never going to read a book again. No, yes. I, I, I... But, no, David Copperfield came later in my... I tried to read that a few years ago when I said, you know, I'm going to enrich you, myself. You, you were like, okay, I blew it with you, you, Portrait of an Artist as a Young Man and Love in the Time of Cholera. I'm going no, to read, read a thriller now. I I'm going to read a page-turner. <laughs> a, a 200-year-old book named David Copperfield. It wasn't the book of magic tricks. It was, like, the actual... Serial thing that Charles Dickens did in like 1820. Yes, but everybody said it was great, and I tried to read Anna Karenina too, and I didn't get through two pages. Why well, you should have read Fifty Shades of Grey? 150 million people loved it. You know, I hired this guy, this social media guy. We could keep talking about this, but it's it's getting it's it's it's. it's Dove has decided. No, 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 no. You 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 decide. You you can veto me I, I anytime you want. Looking, I'm just saying. I keep I'm, looking I'm at Pamela okay. because social if Pamela's media. laughing, I figured it has to be okay because she has no skin in this game. Yeah, but 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 yeah, but sometimes it's different context. But I know what you. But mean. okay, you hired a social media guy. We'll we'll move to social media. Oh, well, I, I was just uh, our culture in general. But maybe that's not the best topic either. Maybe well, the most maybe, entertaining thing to talk about is just to keep arguing about well, what to talk about. Well, we could uh, move. <laughs> it's very no, meta. No, Noam likes to talk politics. Obviously, no. I, uh, oh God, but, but, oh, you want? But but which but I, he's good at that. What do we know? Of? We're not that well, engaged in political. No, so. but but we can all talk about Trump, can't we? Of course we can. Because you know, uh, that's a big deal. Well, arguably, well, you know, I have wait, something to say. It, Here's something I try old? to make a joke about. <laughs> I try to make a joke about this notion, and it hasn't worked. But I think there's something here. Yes, what? Chuck Schumer and a few other people talked about the Statue of Liberty crying because they're not letting Muslims in. Right. And they, right. Okay. So I've seen. Have you seen a meme with the Statue of Liberty crying? No, I haven't. Yes, uh, and, and hugging Obama. I've seen that. You've seen that meme. Okay. Now the Statue of Liberty. Was was erected, or if that's the right word, it, so it, was, it was given to us. Don't in, offend Doug. It, it was erected. <laughs> easy. I just got a sperm test. You know what kind of put shape I'm in, man. Don't don't. Hit, Sorry, I was very insensitive about me. Yay. So the Statue of Liberty came here in what 1882. Something yeah, like okay. That. Yeah. Do you know that at that time Chinese people were not allowed? to come to America. It was oh, called the Chinese Exclusion Act. Wow. And the Statue of Liberty didn't shed a tear for the Chinese. <laughs> uh, wi- Are you women, telling me that the Statue al- of Liberty all of a sudden loves the Iraqis? <laughs> women weren't allowed to vote. The Chinese weren't allowed in. Right. So so the Statue of Liberty is like, oh, the Statue of Liberty says we got to let everybody in. The statu- First of all, 
the poem says we got to let everybody in. That was written by somebody else, and they stuck it on the Statue of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty was like, they're, get that thing off me. You're really <laughs> literate. I didn't even know there is a poem on the Statue of Liberty. He's very literate. Did you know there was a poem on the yes, Statue of Liberty? I out of high school. The New Colossus by Emma Lazarus. It's a famous poem. And <laughs> holy moly. What? No, wait, you know this poem. Wait, is that? You know this poem. Okay, it's, give it. me your tired, your poor, okay. your huddled masses, your right, but you know the name. The wretched refuse, etc., and so on. Yeah, did you know know Emma Lazarus? No, nobody knows that name. How did you know Emma Lazarus? Look who you're dealing with. The man is... Well, you He's got problems, James. It's another another Jew Well, you were studying computer science, and, (laughs) and, and that's quite a practical thing to do. I was studying... Poetry and, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 looking at the beauty in the world while yeah. you were at the computer going. Eh, <laughs> ee, ee. That's right. And hey, by the way, and I you win to, by the way because you made you money. Win. You I win. Use my nerd factor. I had to use yeah, it for of me. Course. But you know, because all those computer guys that in high school, we looked at them like that. We had three heads. Of those course. are the winners. And now they run hey, the world. Of yeah. And all the poets were the cool guys. I wanted to be. All the poets right. were like getting the girls. You know, they were. Well, the, I wasn't the getting poet the girls. Jocks. I, I yeah. actually had the worst of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> no pussy and no money. <laughs> but but anyhow, um, so so th- this notion that the the that it's. Another thing I wanted to attack. I is hired this, a corporate I, security firm to look up this Hasid. Go ahead. This 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 notion that. Keeping immigrants out is not who we are. Not who we are. That's, That's precisely exactly who, we are. who we are. That's who we've always been up until eighteen, until the nineteen sixty-five. Well, even now, you think it's easy to be like a citizen? Like someone comes here, it's it's hard to get a green card. Yes. I, you know how many documents I've had to sign to help people get green cards, and people are like crying and begging to to get these documents signed. I've it's, met it's more hard hot blonde pussy that can't get into this country, <laughs> and I have to ask. I have to ask myself. Who writes these laws? Who law? Who writes them? You know, <clears throat> Dove's wife is Canadian. Yeah, and she, beautiful and she's blonde. Been dealing with a lot okay, of okay. Couldn't get into this country to save her yeah, life until Dove married her. Okay, yeah. not only could she not get into this country, yeah. but you'd have twice as hard a time going to her country and getting a job. Yeah, you I think could that's not the get case. a job in her right. country. That's right, right, and, and that's the case for most citizen, countries going and leaving. Yeah, 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 right. That's the case. Yeah, you know, it's uh, listen. I, I don't like, know where you want to go with this, but and everybody protesting this, they all want to go to Canada, right? You can't be and a citizen. No, nobody nobody wants to go to Mexico, right? right? Why don't they want right. to go to like the sunnier, nicer place? That right. that like, tell us why. I I don't know. I'm saying, why do they all want to go to Canada? Well, because Canada's a first world nation. It's a first world nation. Okay, but Mexico is right next to the United States. Also, I know, but it's a little tough over there. It's uh, I mean, unless all right, go <clears> if further. you're in the Coke game, what? No, go, you go, go further. Yeah, sure. Argentina, yeah. Argentina, Colombia, these are like yeah. starting to be up and coming South American countries. These are where the I could live in I Buenos Aires. Well, That's you got to learn Spanish if you go to this Yeah, you got to learn Spanish. Also, you got to learn to flamenco. But in Colombia, <laughs> a lot of expats go to Colombia, go to Medellin. Is that true? Yeah. Well, have I'm you, have you thought about, I assume, just looking at you, that you must be uh, a, a Hillary and or Bernie person. I, I am a nothing person. Yes, I, me too. I'm I, with you. I'm with you. I wish they should just shut the whole internet down and for one year and cure cancer and then get back to arguing about politics. Capitalism has been great. It doesn't really speak to a lot of people's needs, certainly in terms of community and spiritually. There's tons of disenfranchisement. But I, And I'm a capitalist. But clearly it's wonderful ingenuity and where we were. You know what the big problem is? And, and then you, you, let me just frame this. I was thinking about this in terms of the macro scenario. We are up against this idea that everybody uh, should, is entitled to a two-car garage if you work hard and a white picket fence, and it's an unsustainable financial reality generated by the idea that after World War II, we were in such a unique position in the world. We created so much wealth so quickly in this country, you cannot sustain it. So, go ahead. I agree with that. I agree with that. But also, who wants two cars? Like we live in the city. Do you have any? Do you own a no, car? No, I don't. I'm saying culture in general. I, right. I, I'm as a comedian. You go out on the road. You meet Americans. You're not dealing with a, a lot of people reading, reading a love in the time of cholera out here. <laughs> you know, we all, we all, everybody's jerking each other off politically, talking about how brilliant Americans. They're not that brilliant. I walk all over the country. It's, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of and, and this idea. And materialism but, is failing us tremendously. But I think I think it's more. I don't, I wouldn't call it capitalism. I would call it corporatism. I think corporations have let yes. people down. Yes. Because they all have outsourced to Asia. They've all automated yes. all so, the steel companies. You yes. know, outsourced to other so countries. You're, you're also, ideas like, have trajectories. Capitalism is. Sure. You know, and at some point, the idea of working harder to make more, to have a better, better than my parents. 
There is no better than your parents. How many cars do you need? I, mean, I think I have a lot better than my parents. Not financially. <laughs> not financially. No, no. But as a, not as financially. A, as a but I just didn't. I grew. I grew up watching these people, and I'll be damned if I saw them have a good time once. Once. Well, I, I, don't I don't remember, remember my father having a good time. I one don't time. remember <laughs> my father ever saying, "Whoo!" Last <laughs> night. <laughs> I shook it up for good. Well, it was I always mean, a go to work. You come home on the weekend. He would like mow the lawn uh, or paint the fence. Uh, the then weekends the, looked horrible. The, let alone the work weekends days. were horrendous. <laughs> horrendous. What about that? What about that one time he found that extra copy of Love in the Time of Color on your <laughs> nightstand, right. and two of the pages yeah. were like stuck nah, together? Nah, and nah, no, no. Oh, I don't know what you're. I don't know what oh, you're going We run a family-friendly <laughs> podcast here. Uh, I'm um, sorry, I apologize. I man. just, I'm so I've definitely have, have beaten my parents out in terms of fun experiences. Um, I think you know, unless well, unless, unless they, hanging out with Dan, you've had a very eventful life. It's been eventful. There's been highs and lows. You've been highs and lows. Hard on yourself. There's been highs. Let a very I unique life. I just said life. I have had an interesting what, what's, time. What's, what's yes. a, what's but there's a been low? highs and lows. What's a low? Low, say low. So okay. low. You're, 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 low you're, is you're a very congenial person. Low and is for example when I have to do a gig out of town and three days before the gig, I I, I just get so Such depressed and anxious. Um, because I don't want to, you know, I had to perform tomorrow. The gig was canceled because of the snow, the snowstorm. Which so is, I can't. Which is I can't. Blazing outside yes, right now. Well, it'll start in a few. Keep it. You'll. You'll see. <laughs> you'll, you'll see. You'll these weathermen. Have to, you'll, these weathermen are right. You keep flapping your gums when you're buried <laughs> under ten feet of snow. You'll see if you're laughing then. <laughs> but um, so my gig was canceled. But it was going to be a gig performing at one of these uh, Florida communities where everybody is older, and I I was so scared because. I didn't know what to... What do I talk about with somebody that's 65 and older? Texting, Facebook? These are not things that are, you know, that are part of their lives. And, and I don't... I can't talk about having kids because I don't. And I can't talk about the things that they're into. For some reason, they hired me. And, you know, and, and I was very, very nervous about it. So, now, you could say, well, who cares? Just do the... Okay, what was the first joke And here's you had the planned? kicker. Here's what was the, the first kicker. joke you had planned? Well, I'm getting to that, but here's the kicker. And if you think that sounds scary, my mother's cousin was going to be in the audience. That is the uh, Bernice. Ber- Bernice is her name, a lovely woman. But lovely I, like, I, I like how he knows your your mother's cousin's but, name. But, but the fact well, he is, told me is the other, it's the perfect name for an old Jew crowd. Yeah. But uh, you know, I was nervous that if I didn't do well, I'd be the family would know because she's there. I, you know, that I and feel like would. I'm still proving myself. So, so what were you gonna do? So What's my it? first joke. Work, work through it here. Well, my first. Well, I have jokes. The question is, would they respond to a joke about? About Facebook or about um, right. texting. They, they totally would. You right? Think. They're all on Facebook. 1.6 billion people are on Facebook. You think this, this group of 65 But there's only 14 of them over 65. <laughs> yeah, but, but most of them are not over 65. And the ones that are are not as active. They're not constantly hashtagging and saying, yeah. uh, feeling blessed. Feeling blessed. Yeah, they my my get mother's the on Facebook, tag. but yeah. she goes on once in the bluest of moons. So blue. She's not <laughs> posting flashback uh, to uh, throwback Thursday shit. Not Miss Nadiman, no. She's not arguing about Trump or anything. <laughs> on, on no, she's not. Maybe Bernice might be, but even her, I don't know. It, it's they, yes, they're on Facebook, but their experience of Facebook is not the same as my experience of Facebook or the average comedy seller audience member's experience of Facebook. So, 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 uh, you know, and they text message, but they don't text, you know, BYB. They don't text, you know, the kind of things. What's BYB? Be right back. Oh, oh that's okay. BRB. I'm BRB. sorry. No, I'm sorry. All right, see? I think BYB is Brigham <laughs> don't Young. Don't screw up that joke. <laughs> Brigham Young. <laughs> Brigham Young, but that's BYU. You get the idea, I'll teach you. Yeah, we get the idea. Everybody gets the idea. So you had a question? Yeah, so, so that was going to be your first joke. What did no, you decide? No, that was not going to be my first joke. My first joke was going to be my joke about marriage. And how hard it is. It was anxiety of whether or not things, you know, commute, translate. I did a show in Amsterdam. I had a, t- there was a piece of a joke that I referenced a swimming pool and nobody got it. Because nobody has, for the most part, personal swimming pools in a uh, place where it rains all year, you yeah. know? But they know what a swimming pool is. They have well, a sw- they do, but the context of the joke involved it being in somebody's backyard. You understand? Mm-hmm. They don't have them in the backyard for the most part. Oh, okay. So what joke did you decide to do first? Well, I, what a joke I typically do first is I do a joke about marriage being difficult. I'm not going to say it because, uh, you know. No, say it. It's quick. It's, it's the kind it's, of thing you can say and it's still funny. It's I, not like a big I've been story. doing for many, many years about how people that are married are not selling the institution of marriage. You know, you wouldn't buy a car if somebody said this car. Well, it takes a lot of work. 
So, so that's why I'm not married, because nobody's selling it. Pamela's been sitting here patiently. I don't know if she wants to... I got a phone call. That's an 800 number. I don't know. You got, a, you got a phone uh, call from a... a, a it's probably JetBlue. Your Blue. sex hotline. Yeah, hello, is this JetBlue? James, I've got... I, 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 I've been... All right, so I'm going to tell you something real quickly. Yeah. You're hiring a private investigator. It is JetBlue, but it's not I already hired him. What's okay. that? Okay, I'm going to tell you... I already the got the report back. The result's not going to be good. You're right. I, I know this for sure. Because, You're right. Because but I don't mind not good. It's not good to what degree and why, and why not. It's what so, kind so of not so why, good. So tell me why it wasn't good. I've hired thousands of private investigators in my wow. time. Tell uh, me why it was not good, well, and I'll no, tell no, you for, if, that's for, bad, if there's worse. For me, it, it, was, it brought up some questions. What it did was uh, I had already I had some reservations uh, as it relates to uh, our communication. And I did what were the not reservations related to your communication? Uh, well, there were these two guys. So one of them was this Hasidic guy who sort of give you a look. There's this immediate suspicion when I walk in the room. And that's okay. I don't mind that. And I don't mind whatever prickly operation you run as long as you're good at what you do. But uh, it just started to feel... And then there was some emailing. And then there, was, uh, there were these <clears throat> pauses. And you call me back, but then you don't call me back. And then there were some other issues that we tried to communicate around. And the, the one thing that we need in a development project or in any project where communication is... Uh, is a primary, you know, a tool. Uh, you want to come on? It wasn't good. You can't. Yeah. You can't do this deal. Oh, do, uh, uh, I'll tell you why. Jay, wait, wait, really quickly, uh, Marina Franklin You're right. is a big fan of yours and wanted to. Uh, I'm a, I'm a fan big of fan. Big fan. Everybody says hi. You can't see this on. You can't see this on air. But uh, James Altucci just hugged Marina Franklin. I'm a huge fan of Marina Franklin. And it may have been a beat too long, to be perfectly honest with you. It may have been well, one beat party. too long. I stayed under the five-second rule. I only can stay for a second, but I just wanted to say I'm so glad you're here. A lot of people are annoyed at Marina's positive energy already at the table. A lot of people it's Marina, getting to. Marina, I believe, is the one who, who told Steven to have me on. We yeah. all love Marina. Well, the you reason on he's here is because is of Marina Franklin. <laughs> there you go. All right, all right. Did, was he on your podcast, Friends Like Us? Not yet, but he will be. But I've been on his she's been two on of my, his podcasts. She's been on two of my podcasts. Steve, Stephen Dubner. It's okay. amazing anybody has time to go to work anymore because there's a lot. We're doing a, podcasts. Very busy twenty four seven. There's yeah. a lot of podcasting going. on. I wanted on. to tell you that I met a guy because of your show. You met a guy because of my show. What happened? Tell me the story. It was a he, horror show. It's a, it's actually a horror story. Yeah, that's right, Al Tucher. You ruined Marina's life. You're not with this guy still. I've never. A listener I went, of mine is. You'll never bang him yours. again. Okay, what happened? Tell me. A listener of yours yep. contacted me on Facebook. I told Dove this story. What was his name? No, no, no. no, no. I know all my listeners. I've all told five of them. The guy is. Uh, well, you can't let you do know the this name. Guy. I didn't. I didn't hear. But he's. Let's just say it starts with a B, like a Brian. He contacted. Oh yeah, that's a bad guy. Yes, he is. <laughs> All and right. he contacted uh, me. I shouldn't have said that out loud, but you didn't say his name. I didn't name. say his last name. He didn't name. say his name. Yeah, all right. But he contacted me, and I thought it was a date, and he's hot. So I went on the date, and then the next day, he posted it on his Facebook wall, like a social media status, like, this Bit is what I do to tone. make my day go better. I do the following things. And then he said he listed that he met with Marina Franklin. That's a little... But did he say... Now, were you just... That your name was mentioned you were said, or did he say he met you, like, romantically, he like, on a date? He tagged me. He tagged my name. Oh, he tagged you. That's, That's a euphemism for... <laughs> but this when is Marina says tag, she means it. <laughs> so, <laughs> trust me, I wish that had happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that... So he tagged me. No condom. He's tagged. I got tagged. That was so the that, un, unwanted tag I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That didn't work out. You'll have to come on my podcast again. We'll, we'll make the next version right. Yes, because I've been wanting to talk to you about this for a while. So right. anyway, have a good it's time. I love you. All right, see you uh, soon. You could we love you as well, Marina. Go out with me. I know you're currently involved. She loves me, but she loves me it's right does here. Pamela, Pamela's a wonderful does woman. Does Pamela want to say anything? She's been sitting there. I don't know if you want to say a few words. or ha Have a seat, Pamela. Just if, if yeah, you don't how, mind. how late are we Something, running well, to, by the way? Well, just a few more minutes and yeah. we'll be done. Uh, I don't know. Some people have mic fright, but if you're good on the mic. Uh, by the I'm way, good. she did the cover of this book. She's oh, a designer. Wow. Oh, cool. Number I, one best-selling book on Amazon. I was listening to that Diane Millman interview with Ferris. Oh, I just interviewed Debbie Millman Oh, as well. Debbie Millman, yeah. not Diane. You're yeah, saying that's yeah, the number yeah. one book right now on Amazon? It was last week. Reinvent Yourself. Number one was higher than Fifty Shades wow. of Grey. Wow. Wow. Well, congratulations. So Thank I guess, you. as I said, Al Tucher is back. Al he made Tucher a few, is back. He's better than ever, baby. He invested in a few bad projects. Um, 
But, but he is back. He is back, and, uh, and he is better than and, ever. And, 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 and Pamela, you're, you're from uh, the design world. I am. And so how did you run into this character? How did I run yeah, into Yeah, how did character? you run into me? What happened? Were you a fan? Then you. I was. Yeah, I am a fan. I was a fan, and uh, we met kind of through social media. So. Yeah, she well, became I tell a you, fan. She was always criticizing me. At but first. you knew who he was before you started dating. Yes, and then I started giving him shit. Altuve yeah. is just like us, Dove. Of course. What do you? What I do you know. Think? We're walking into bar. He's walking into a bar. You know the. You know. You can't meet. You can't meet someone in a bar. You have to. You have to write a book or do stand-up or design stuff, make right. some sculptures. If, but now, Brian can meet people in bars. He's sort of classic. Uh, this is his friend, Brian Callen, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, but there are some people who are very good at it. But, yeah, uh, yeah but yeah. So, so you're going through Facebook and looking per, for perhaps on your on your on your. All right, here was my strategy. Yeah. If I posted an article, yeah. and a a pretty woman liked it, then I would in, I would just inundate. Like I would Facebook friend, Twitter follow, Instagram follow, LinkedIn connect. I would do everything, and then just shoot, yeah. get overwhelmed. And, Absolutely. And then she'd have to like, yeah, yeah, w- yeah, yeah. wonder what's up. So well, you're you know, very charming. There's no, um, you're very charming. There's, there's nothing new under the sun. You're nothing doing what everybody. We're all doing this right. shit. Right. Yes. You know, if I get like an Instagram, if like I get followed on Instagram. But James will actually show up at a house with a knife. So we're not all doing everything. <laughs> he either. goes that one step further. One step further, <laughs> and, and, and that's and, the and, thing and, about Altucci. That's and, why he does it. <laughs> one step further. That's why he's and, been calling me a snake all night. <laughs> no, no, no. In the best sense, and yeah. only in the most high context. But uh, anyway, so so how long you guys been? Uh, 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 like ten months almost. Oh, that's yeah. like, like a almost bit. a year. You made it's it sound so seedy for like Christ's Valentine's sake. Day is coming Christ up. Christ, so how long have you guys been? Uh, okay. so seedy. What do you? What should I do for Valentine's Day? I haven't really experienced uh, this in a long time. Oh, that is an interesting. I, I haven't. Been well, I don't know what your budget time. is. Why don't you? I mean, but you're a guy. You don't have like a two hundred million. What? What, what are we talking? And by the way, by the way, your assumption that you need a budget is is, is a fallacy. Yeah, there are lots of things that you can do. No, I know, but I'm just trying to get. Yes, I know that. Doug. A, a be poem. creative. Be but, creative. Okay. okay, I have an idea. But you could also deal with a creative woman. I, oh, if it were me and Pamela were my girl, uh, first what, of all, I wouldn't what, be here right you now. Do? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be off in a Caribbean island somewhere as we speak. That's what she I'd keeps telling idea. me. I'd be. You know what? I'd. That's you know what, what she I, keeps telling me. But I love I'm New York. Bored out of my mind in the islands. I, I can't wait to get home. You know what I want? I you know where I want to go one day? You know, like you go to Tahiti and they have those, those, um, those. I don't know what they call them, but they're on like stilts in the middle of the lagoon. Yes. Yeah, that's what I. I mean, as far. But that's what I, w- I would I would want to go. Are you American? Like, what's what's up with that? What do you mean? What's up with that? It's Dance. beautiful. It's like it's like the most Dance. beautiful place on earth. Not a real person. Well, where are you talking about? Tahiti I wasn't or Bora, but one of those. Okay. Oh, who gives a okay. fuck about? I have an idea. Tell Tahiti. me if this is a good idea. Okay, don't tell Pamela. I, okay. I won't say I won't words. Listen. I would never right say it. In, in Washington D.C., there's this exhibition that just started. It's like a million ping pong balls fill up, or sponge balls, or whatever, fill up this huge, gigantic pool, yeah. and you could bathe in it. That's interesting. Kind of fun, right? Yeah. What if I just surprised her with like an, you know, take the SL Express down to DC? Total surprise. She wouldn't. Nothing, know. There's nothing more romantic than waiting online with 57, 12-year-olds. But no, no, that could be fun. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't. All right, I'm, there you go. Yeah, that's I'm good. Creative. I'm not. Let's pooing. go and tell her. I won't no, say we won't word. tell her. Well, no, I'm not pooing it. I don't think that's a bad thing. Oh, it's creative. It's interesting. Yeah, or you know, or a bed and breakfast in Vermont if you want to. It's too cold. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to go all the way to Vermont, by the way. But yeah. You go right to, you know, the the Berkshires. Anyway, the Shires? Whatever. The Shire, baby. The Shire. <laughs> uh, well, Doug, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Uh, you know, Day? I haven't thought about it because I've been dealing with a real episode with my wife, but we're back. We're okay now. She's actually going to come meet me at the, I have a quick gig to do. Um, but Which you, you guys should, should come. But the, um, what? The Valentine's What Day. are you hassling me for? Uh, Valentine's. Yes. No, of course. We're going to go to Washington, D.C. do the ball thing. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I just give I, I, I'm just going to take Tucher's idea. <laughs> okay, here's another one. You'd be so infuriated if you went to D.C. and, and Davidoff were there at the, at the ball. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you, were, you had, like, messed it After all After poo-pooing the idea. <laughs> that's right. right. That's right. I'm yelling at the kids, yeah. Okay, here's the other one. In Chinatown, yeah. there's the Chinatown Fun Fair. Mm. Air hockey, skee-ball. Uh, arcade games? No, what do nothing you think? romantic about it. And Chinatown in general isn't romantic. All There's right. a lot of fish everywhere. You know, that's not the All thing right. to no, do. Not too fishy. Very Stay out of Chinatown on Valentine's Day. Uh, you know what's good? Um, I'm trying to think. What was a romantic? You know, I, I 
What what did I do? Uh, what about going to the Comedy Cellar? Do you guys do romantic we have, stuff? We, on well, Valentine's no, Day? but we have no, it. There'll be a show here. Will we swoon? Yeah, but it's not romantic. It's not romantic necessarily, but they'll be talking about. Uh, I'm sure a somebody will mention. A lot of people come mention. on dates, but it's uh, it never seemed like a super romantic. It's not it romantic, seems like a fun thing to do on a date, but not for necessarily if you're going for romance. Well, you you do the Comedy Cellar and have some laughs, and then do something romantic afterward, perhaps. Maybe like a short stay at a hotel? <laughs> yeah, something of that nature. Yeah, yeah, no, that nature. Well, it's a good nature. You know, that's, that's right, a good Valentine's figuring, Day nature. I see how you guys work through jokes. You're kind of figuring out your Valentine's Day schedule. You know, I don't make a lot of eye contact, so maybe I'll do it missionary for the first time in six months. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, there's other ways? Uh, there's yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, Dove has an issue with that. No, I, no, I don't have an issue. No, I do. I don't like a lot of eye contact, but I don't know that it's an issue. But then again, an issue is a matter of degrees. And so what becomes an issue and what doesn't is it almost a philosophical matter. Or one for a psychologist. That sounds like the child of a therapist would say it that way. Well, you know, my mother wasn't a therapist when I was a kid. She is now. But uh, it was a very strange operation. But yeah, no, no. But I've been in therapy, and certainly there's a lot of analytic kind of uh, dialogue around. So I guess I can't would help you but pick say, it up. Would you say with your wife... That what what you thought was a small issue when you first started going out. I have a big piece, out. James. <laughs> what you thought was... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good one. I'm heterosexual, James. It, you know it, I, I make me, love to my wife. It took me two seconds. But would you say whatever was a small issue when, when you first started dating became yeah. larger and larger? Never got fixed? No. Oh, uh, it became larger <laughs> and larger. No, 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 no. No, no. That, well, who was it that said... Uh, it said uh, uh, like her passive aggression, for instance. Did that start off like you, you, you noticed a tiny bit... In the beginning, and yeah. it just became bigger and bigger. Uh, kind of, certainly. There were pieces. Uh, mental stuff doesn't get better on its own. It's an anti fragile thing. You got to work at it, right? You got to. Anti fragile, good, yeah. good hedge fund. Yeah, phrase. Nassim Taleb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, the, the, the other book, too, that he wrote was actually. Black Swan, Full by Randomness. Swan was tremendous. Yeah. And, you know, well, I'm reading now the, the Undoing Project by Michael Lewis. Oh, yeah, the, great book. The, oh, great, man. Really interesting. Um, and by my book, out later this year, it's a memoir. I think it's going to be called Road Dog. Urgh. Road dog and reinvent yourself, James. We, we, do, have, we do have to go, but that's a that's uh, yes. We'll, no, we'll you do that. Okay, that's let me for do you. That. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, reinvent yourself by best-selling author of Choose Yourself. Very original in my titles. I always yes, have to have indeed. yourself. Uh, that's James Altucher, uh, Brian Koppelman, co-creator of Billions, has this to say. James is on a very personal journey. He's telling you the story on Saturday. On Sunday, he's talking about how it failed. And on Monday, he's talking about doing it a different way. Is that even a compliment? I'm not it sure. Sounds like but a that's summary. A, that's why I put it on the front. That's, that's not, great. I let the reader decide yeah, if it's a compliment. No, 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 no that's Compliment couldn't come up with something like, like it's this is a great very book. very good. He had to just fucking say, oh, it's a story, it's, and you'll read it, it and it has about a few hundred pages. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's compliment. It's, it's I tell good. you, well, getting a compliment. compliment out of that guy. That compliment. We don't I know mean, who he is. No, compliment, we know he's been here. Oh, he's the creator of Billions. He was on our podcast a couple of oh, times. Oh, I thought you were playing around. He's also co-wrote or wrote or co-wrote the movie Rounders, which I enjoy. Uh, Ocean thirteen, Ocean thirteen, and so on. Uh, yeah. But but not but don't ask him for a blurb if you write a book. Because <laughs> he'll give you a crap. What kind of blurb is that? I gotta get a. James blurb. is on a personal journey. Yeah. Did you like the book? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's it's a, it's, it's got to be good because the Amazon reviews are through the roof. Four star, five stars, whatever. Right? Yeah, I saw one that was eighteen stars. Yeah, they, they, they 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 changed the rules. No, they changed it, the rules just for Altucher's book. There are galaxies with fewer stars than <laughs> they that changed book the rules to allow for twenty Tremendous. stars. Even Koppelman really enjoyed it. You'd never know it from the blur, but he really enjoyed it. <laughs> Reinvent Yourself by best-selling author and our guest, James Altuchis. Well, thank you, I guys. I don't know how you pronounce this name. Yeah, you just got it right. I'll touch her. I'll touch her. There you go. I'll touch her. I'll touch And we her. also thank Pamela. I don't the know your last name. Pamela. but um, Thank you. But Pamela stopped by, Pamela. and uh, who else was on the show today? Marina Franklin. Marina stopped by, stopped dubbed by. David off. I stopped by. Acting, I guess, is co-host, although that wasn't necessarily the plan. Well, but. if Gnomes would show up. No, no, Noam is, uh, is, is uh, he's, uh, he couldn't make it. He couldn't make it. He's the in weather. Vegas. I don't know what he's doing. And, I know uh, what he's doing. Anyhow, thank you, no and we'll see you next time on the Comedy Cellar so Show much. here on Air. God bless everybody. <laughs>